it's like a complete turnaround to your normal life. You're just like, oh my God, I'm not that girl anymore who can just go to the toilet by herself. Broke me down and completely rebuilt me. You yeah. lose that person that you were, but you find this whole new person. It's not that hard. Everybody does it, but it is that hard. Last year, I actually managed to gain like 12 kilos. It was literally all stress. Oh, and Baskin and Robbins, like obviously. <laughs> this whole ideology of bouncing back is absolute bullshit. I'm is not that, cool enough. You, is that like a rap? You know, yeah. there's no time in the day to catch up with people that don't resonate with you. You've quickly realized your life is different to before. Long gone are the days of silence and a strong pelvic floor. Modern motherhood isn't as glamorous as they portray. Trying as it is, we wouldn't have it any other way. Let's remove the stigma, talk candidly and have some fun. The more you listen, the more you'll realize you're not the only one. Right here, I promise, is where you'll find a safe space. So if you're looking for some mum life balance, you've come to the right place. So pop in your headphones while you're doing a chore or pop a bottle while you listen in to new friends you'll adore. The struggles, the highlights, a little deep, a little funny. Welcome to Mummy Republic, where you'll find the me before mummy. Oh, I think we can all agree that the most perfect parents are the ones who don't yet have children. The idea of what motherhood's going to look like versus the actual reality can sometimes be very different, but it doesn't mean it can't be as special. So let's have a chat to a first-time mum to see what she's learned. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode. I have the beautiful Davina here today. Hello. Hi. <laughs> uh, and we are going to chat about motherhood, obviously. Um, now, if you haven't listened, Dav was in the first season of Mummy Republic, and that was when she was pregnant with Mila. Mm. How old is she now? She is 20 months now. Holy crap. Yeah. And she's such a little girl now. She is. Yeah, she is. She's telling me what to do. She's telling me how she wants things, when she wants things. <laughs> Like she is exactly like myself, which is terrifying. <laughs> so she's a mini version of you. She right? is absolutely terrifying. Jax and I look at each other and we're like, oh no, like it's only been 20 months and this is what she's doing already. So yeah, but she is just great. It's such a fun age and we're just loving, you know, we're loving her waking up every morning with something new and yeah, Aww. it's great. I feel like she's got so much personality already. Like even at, when we saw you at the park the other day. And she was just kind of like, this is what I want to do. And this is what's happening. She's just a little bit independent. Yeah. Like, it's so funny. Even at daycare, like people will be walking away and I can hear other kids being like, that's Mila May, that's Mila May. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like Mila May is just making a name for herself around kindy. And like, it's great though. Like she's very social. She's a little social butterfly. And yeah, she's great. Sweet girl. Now, obviously... Um, when I did speak to you, you were far oh, were you pregnant? I think maybe thirty weeks or mm. something like that. So mm-hmm. obviously you hadn't had her yet. Mm. And man, motherhood it changes you, right? Like there's been a lot of changes for you. How do yeah. you think it's? I guess as a in a nutshell, how do you think it's changed you well, for your life? I become become (laughs) I became a new mummy um right when COVID hit Mm. so like I gave birth to Mila and then that whole next year was like lockdown COVID um very quite isolating Mm -hmm. it was just you know at the best of times it's like a complete turnaround to your normal life you're just like oh my god I'm not that girl anymore who can just go to the toilet by herself or you know I'm just not like the life that you've always known comes to quite a dramatic stop and 
you know, just getting your head around that is hard enough, let alone, you know, COVID and not being able to see like your family and that kind of stuff. So that was really difficult. Um, But, you know, more than anything, it's just, I lost myself for a little bit, but I truly feel like you do find yourself again, but in the best way. So you lose that person that you were, but you find this whole new person who's, you know, way more responsible um <laughs> you know you there's more love and light um and you know I think now I'm at that point where I kind of am way gentler on myself you know mm. I think I did a million and one things and I just kind of went through life in autopilot and now it's like well I have to be mindful I have to be present I have to you know, be kinder on myself because otherwise I'm just going to be a mess. And I did, I did kind of have that whole postnatal thing. And that's when I kind of realized that, okay, I've got to turn this around and just be a little bit more conscious and a little bit more mindful of the way I go about my life. And yeah. And here we are. Here we are. (laughs) And it's crazy, isn't it? Because, you know, pre-kids, you've always been this bubbly, fun, amazing person who's just done it all and been it all and then all of a sudden you have a child and you go in with that expectation of that's okay like this baby's just going to fit into my world oh yeah and (laughs) irrespective of COVID it's it's not like that is it no absolutely not and that's the thing is I was putting so much like so many expectations on myself Mm. to fulfill all these things and then you know if stuff wasn't getting done I would feel really down on myself Mm. it's it's just so funny like we expect our kids to grow up thinking that they're amazing and wanting them to thrive and wanting them to have like the most amazing self-esteem and stuff. But when you look at it, like, are you giving yourself that love, Mm. you know, and you learn these really hard lessons when you're a new mom, because you're like, you actually have to give yourself time. You have to be patient with yourself. Um, And in order to really be there and be the best mom you can be for your child, you actually have to give yourself that love. So, yeah. Oh, it's so true. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I just want to give you a We're all so emotional up in here. I know. Maybe it's the moon. I don't know. I, I, and yeah, look, <laughs> and we did start pre-recording talking about deep stuff, which, oh, yeah. you know, I love that shit. Like, let's not talk about how the weather is. Let's no, talk about yeah. what's going on in your soul. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I love it. And it's true though. You know, you put all this pressure on yourself and I think, mm. um, you know, in today's day and age, we have, we put mothers in this bucket where they have to do everything and be everything. And, you know, you've got to work and you've got to achieve things and you've got to be skinny. Yeah, oh, you've got to be tiny. <laughs> yeah. You've got to bounce back. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to have that pre baby bod ASAP. Yeah. Mm. And you know, it's not that hard. Everybody does it, but it is that hard. Yeah. You know, you, it is actually a really fucking hard thing to do. Yeah. Now you did go through quite a journey and we're going to sort of touch on a couple of things because I think each part of it a mother is going to resonate with and sometimes it's all of these things sometimes it's just one of them uh, but I guess the most obvious thing leading on from what we were just saying is that physically your body changes mm. now you've previously done modeling you know it was a big part of your life you've always been the hot chick oh. um well, yeah, thanks, yeah. babe. <laughs> um, I mean, Bobby's got the photos oh, in his yeah. house. <laughs> yeah. No, we've actually replaced them now because it was getting oh. a bit weird every time we had like people knocking on the door. I was like, yep, that's another zoo cover hanging up. <laughs> anyway. This is my daughter. She's amazing. <laughs> um, but you have, you know, you've always, that's been a lot of your career has been around having 
a hot bod and being attractive and then you give birth and your body changes in all the ways but physically how did you adapt with that um you know what I when I was pregnant I actually lost a lot of weight because I was so Mm. sick so I was like this is fab and I think everyone feels me when you know when I was pregnant I was like I can actually wear tight cook eye dresses and not feel like a whale (laughs) I was like I never wore tight dresses before because I was always self-conscious um and then I was like yes I can wear tight things because I like have a bump and it's actually a bump it's not just my burger yeah um and then after um like after was fine it was just a bit weird with like you know the tummy being all jelly and stuff like that but last year I actually managed to gain like 12 kilos um and I didn't even realize and it was literally all stress Oh, and Baskin and Robbins, like obviously, but (laughs) it was, it was all stress and like anxiousness and just, oh, like, yeah, I just was, I was just not, you know, looking after myself at all. I was just really kind of going through the motions, comfort food, comfort COVID food. (laughs) We all did that. Yeah. So I was just, and that just didn't help with how I was feeling mentally either. Like I was looking in the mirror being like, I was the heaviest I've ever been in my life. I don't, I think I was the same weight when I was pregnant, actually. Not kidding. Yeah, not kidding. And see, it's interesting because I've seen you through that period and I would never have been like, oh, she's put on 12 kilos. Yeah. Uh, But I think it is a really important thing to talk about because a lot of women get this expectation that, okay, I'm going to breastfeed and it's the weight's going to fall. I actually genuinely thought that that's how it works. Yeah. And and I'll be, I'll be that really annoying person. It actually was that case for me, breastfeeding and you know, stress, anxiety, yeah. <laughs> what a mole. Yeah. Um, but still like it, it did. And that's just the way my body reacted, mm. but it's not the same for everybody. And no. I've got girlfriends who are breastfeeding and cannot lose weight. Yep. And it's just, it's normal, right? It's stress, it's anxiety. It's mm-hmm. all these things that we don't talk about. And I love that you have been really open about it. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, like, I can't even tell you how quickly, like it all happened for me. Um, like it got to the end of the year and I was just at the lowest of lows. Like I was just, you know, I was, my relationship with Jax was like just at a bad point because I was really bad and I just, you know, I was nagging and yapping and like we didn't have that, that same connection that we always had, which was stressing me out. I didn't know who I was like, you know, it was just the worst thing ever. And until I kind of bit the bullet and was like, I need time away. Oh, quickly. I'll touch on something else before this. Like I wasn't asking for help either. So I was like, just kind of taking it all on myself. I wasn't asking Jax for help or, you know, can you watch move for like an hour while I go for a walk or, you know, those things. I just always thought that people would think that it's a burden so I just wasn't I wasn't doing it but people are like my family especially are like I love my granddaughter would happily take her (laughs) off your hands for an hour your mom's like please leave this is my time and people are there to help like the people that you love are there to help um it's so hard though I still find that I it's you get in your head and you're like this is 
it's it's almost selfish of me to put that on someone else. Yeah. Because I want to do something for me. Well, what am I stupid? One of my girlfriends that just put it perfectly. Like we actually went and had a beach day, and she has a jet ski, and she's like, "I'm going to take you on the jet ski." And we'll go and have a look at this island thing. And I was so anxious on the jet ski because I knew Jackson Mila was still on the beach. And I was like, we got to be back. we got to be back. We've got to be back. And she was like, babe, Jax isn't babysitting. It's his daughter. Like, <laughs> you're not paying an hourly rate. Like, you don't. It's fine. Like, yeah. he's fine with Mila. Like, you don't have to be helicopter mum there all the time. And yeah. I was like, oh, wow, that's so true. Like, yeah, my your husband isn't babysitting it's their daughter as well so you can go and have a bath girlfriend like those little things help you stay stay sane so I ended up going to a retreat and I went away for two nights which was three days and I was just like oh my god like I just realized that like you know I don't have to be so highly strung all the time I went through a really hectic thing like giving birth and being a mum is hectic so you can give yourself you know a pat on the back and be like yep I did a hard thing but I can also you know be a lot more gentle with myself I don't have to be so highly strong all the time yeah and since I kind of got into that mindset and I don't know it was a big mental health thing for me like just looking at each day a bit different and just waking up a bit earlier and like having a nice shower, maybe dry body brushing before I have a bath at night or something. And, you know, taking myself out to go and get a coffee. Like those little acts of self-love is just a way of you being like, hey, I'm still here. Like I'm out, I'm still looking out for you too. Like yeah. you're giving all your love to everyone else, but like here's a little bit of love for you as well. So I'm a massive advocate for like, you know, self-love and you looking after you and you doing little bits each day like a little routine each day that can still make you feel like the old Danny or the old Davina. Um, and you're not just in this world of like running around doing a million things for everyone else. So I totally agree. And I think we glorify being busy. Like yeah. We glorify doing it all like, Oh, she's yeah. so amazing. She works full time and she looks after the kids and yeah. she self-sacrifices, but it's bullshit because yeah. the only one who suffers is you yeah. and you can ask for help. Yeah. And I meant to say like self-love is also like nourishing your body. So yeah. that's where I, like I kind of found myself again and was like, what am I doing to you? Like no wonder oh. there's 12 kilos on you girl. Like what are you eating? Like you don't need to just eat the easy stuff. Like Self-love is preparing a really nice meal for yourself that is like nutritious and, you know, being mindful of like how you're going to, you know, nourish your body for the day and like just spending that extra five minutes to make a juice in the morning or something like that instead of having to feel like you've got to rush through life. Like rushing is like a woman's disease, I feel, you know, you're just trying to find the most convenient thing and the easiest thing. Um, So yeah, after I kind of, you know, found myself again, that's when it all got a little bit easier. And the more love I gave myself, the more time I gave myself, even if it's like five minutes to just make a nice lunch or breakfast, the better I felt and the more present I was for my family and the less of a head case I was for my fiance. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, Jax was saying to everyone, he's like, Oi, you should book your missus into a retreat. It was the best thing ever. Like, everyone, you should get your missus a retreat for Christmas. So I'm going to send this snippet to Dan. (laughs) I'll be like, look, Jack said that this is what you should do. This is not sponsored. 
sponsored, yeah. by the way. Like, I paid full price, um, but totally worth it. But I'm also interested in sponsorship. Yes, yeah. thanks so much. <laughs> um, no, but it is. It's one of those things that you have to you have to be willing to admit that there's something going on. And I think that's the hardest thing yes. is to sit back and go, actually, I'm not being the best version of myself. And yeah. it is hard. It's hard to even get to that point because yeah. you barely get the space and the time to process all of the shit that's changed in your world. Yeah. And you, but you do, you have to be honest with yourself and go, this is not who I want to be. And you have to make better choices. So you're like, when I have, you know, a spare half an hour in my day, am I going to sit on social media and scroll through hot people's Instagram accounts? <laughs> or am I going to maybe do something that's going to help me or benefit me, you know, slightly in the future? Yeah. So that's, um, I was talking to someone else on a podcast saying that like something that I try and think of every day is just like doing 1%, you know, better today. So I can be just like a better self in the future. So even if I can get Mila's bag packed for kindy, you know, and just think about doing that so I don't have to think about doing it the next day, I'm like, yes. Or, you know, just those little things like preparing something so I don't have to think about it tonight and stress myself out or just making sure all my content's done while I have makeup on. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. 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 Feels. (laughs) That's going to be me today. I yeah. actually put makeup on. I need to make most of it. Yeah, yeah. I can take some shots too. Yeah. I'll just send my invoice <laughs> on over. Um, but yeah, so just, you know, things like that when when you're lethargic and when you're in a rut, you're like, oh, fuck that. I don't really want to have to do anything. Like you push yeah. all those little things aside. But when you're, you know, conscious and you're being mindful, you're like, you know, it's not a big deal if I can do a few little things today. It will make my day tomorrow easier. So, yeah. Absolutely. All those little things add up to big things. And then add up to a mental breakdown. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So speaking from personal experience. (laughs) My vein pops from my forehead. (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Cries into juice. Um, Yeah. And look, I think that physical stuff is something we definitely shouldn't put too much pressure on because it's gradual. And Mm. this whole ideology of bouncing back is absolute bullshit. Mm. I think you need to just be kind to yourself and give yourself time. Mm-hmm. Um, because the ironic thing is, yeah, I lost weight quite quickly breastfeeding and with stress and whatnot, but I was severely deficient in a lot of things and mm. it wasn't, it wasn't healthy. So I mm. think there's, there's that element as well. Now, obviously another thing that changes massively is emotionally and mentally postpartum because mm. you've always been a very positive, fun loving person yeah, and yet you're thrown into this situation where you've got to be everything to this one little person and their needs have to come first. Yeah. How did you manage that? Well, that's like, you know, from someone who's never really been like depressed, you're also trying to figure out what your feelings mean too. Yeah. And like trying to wrap your head around like, you know, like actually is life that bad? Like is things, but they're not like, I have a beautiful home. I have a great family. So it's like, even just dealing with your own emotions is like really hard. Yeah. Um, but again, it was just until I got to that point where I gave myself just a little bit of time where I like asked for help, asking for help was the best thing I ever did. Um, and talking about it to my family. Um, where did you start? Who did you start with by saying um, this? I, I need some help. I actually, oh, this is going to make me cry. I yeah. actually, um, like, well, I was obviously like a mess and I was just like, I need to go to the doctor. Like I have to go to the doctor. 
I don't even know what to do. So I went to the doctor and um, like they put me on like a mental health plan thing and like prescribed Mm -hmm. me anti-anxiety medication. And I actually went and like got it. Um, and then I think I took one and then I was just like, I don't want this to be my life. Like I, do I really like, surely there's got to be another way before I have to go and take, you know, a pill every day for the next year. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I've never had to do that. Like I have never been on any depressants or anything like that. So I was like, is this the last resort or is there, you know, something else that I can do that, you know, maybe can prolong that. Yeah. And you don't want to do a quick fix. Like you want to figure out how you can help yourself before going, okay, that hasn't worked. Mm. I'm going to go to medication. Yeah. And my family also was like, whatever you need to do, um, like we will do it. So they were like, okay, we need to do that. Then we'll go do that. And bless them. They were amazing. So, um, but then I actually found a great, uh, she's like a holistic um, sorry, I think I've got a hiccup coming. <laughs> nope, I'm good. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, she's like a holistic uh, therapist. And I didn't like, I really didn't like the idea of like going down and sitting and talking to someone because that's fucking terrifying. Yeah. So, but I got a great recommendation. So I was like, okay, this chick sounds cool. So I went and saw her and I sat down literally sat down on her green velvet couch and bawled like I think she said how are you and you know when people like ask you if you're okay and you're like no it's just been building like it's been waiting to come out and sometimes like it's not the same as being like hey did you know I'm pissed off about this to your partner 50 times a day yeah but when you go and talk to someone that you don't know about your feelings all this stuff pops up and then you know i'd tell her how i feel about something and then she'd kind of like rationalize it and be like okay so you're feeling you know your self-worth is a little bit and i'm like yeah yeah babe how do you know that? that's actually how i feel but you know you don't really know how to what your emotions mean or like Mm. you know maybe you're like actually i need to pack up and leave all you fuckers like i i hate my house actually everyone i'm done yes i'm resigning yeah like no i hate my house i hate this i hate that but then you go and see someone you're like oh no actually so what was going on here was my brain which was telling me this you know so you kind of understand a bit better when you go and actually talk to someone so if anyone is a new mom and feeling a little bit overwhelmed and hasn't ever felt like this in their life, go and talk to someone because it is the best thing you can do. And you will kind of walk away being like, turns out I'm not crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm marginally crazy, but you know, they're normal feelings and normal emotions and you can work through them. And sometimes when you don't know the person, you get that validation that you need without having to sort of sugarcoat things. Yeah. Like you're opening up to someone and telling you real feelings because you're not worried about offending them. You're yeah. not worried about what they're going to think of you. Yeah. And then you get that straight answer. And sometimes you actually know, you know, you always you, know, you know, in the back of your head that this is what it's in about. Your, like but conscious. In, yeah. And we were talking you know. about that before, uh-huh. like the different levels of yourself. You, you understand that mm-hmm. by getting that validation without preempting it. Yeah. Is like, feel seen Mm. and I think that's what us as mums want we just want to feel seen yeah we want to feel heard and understood that it is not easy no it's not 
Yeah. It's a roller coaster. And you don't want to... Yeah, exactly. And there was another thing that she said, like, she actually told me then and there, like, take time out for you. Like, go for walks and just listen to your favorite music. Yeah. And, like, you know, go... She actually had tarot cards. This is so you. It's so me. Um, So if I'm going to go to therapy, I'm going to go get a fucking psychic reading as well. Like, that's my therapy. Um, So she gave me, like, I read, she got a card and the card was like drive. It meant like drive. And she's like, so, you know, just even if it's like, take, like, enjoy your time, like, by yourself and enjoy driving go for a drive put some music on go down to the waterfront and I really took that advice and it was amazing like driving listening to my favorite few songs just to go down and get a coffee or something yeah that is like just that little bit of paradise that can make make or break you know my attitude for the day and it's not lots like yes going to a retreat is like quite luxurious but some people don't have that you know luxury of yeah. going away like some people don't have family but even just making sure that you take you know a few minutes out of your day to maybe go for a quick walk around your block go look at the beautiful you know herb communal herb garden or something and you know just go do something for you go take a bath with like salts and a candle just you know remember that you're in there too and you've got to nurture you definitely Mm. I think we do sometimes overcomplicate the whole self-care thing yeah you don't have to spend hundreds of dollars no and it is just those it's again we were sort of talking about before we started recording is mindfulness Mm -hmm. and going okay I'm getting to actually enjoy my coffee Mm -hmm. without scoffing it down my throat because I've got kids crawling all over me Mm -hmm. or it goes cold and I don't get to enjoy it Uh, and actually reaching out for help Mm -hmm. is so important to be able to do that and Mm. the thing is I understand that some people don't maybe have great relationships with their partners but it is about communicating saying I just need 10 minutes Mm -hmm. to myself even if it's in the other room to be able to come back and get through bed bath all that kind of jazz yeah and I think there's even like helplines that people can call absolutely if they just need to talk if you don't have a partner at home or if you can't you know your babies aren't in daycare or something or if you just need to like decompress a little bit like you yeah. can call um I'm sure you'll probably get all the yeah things I'll, put put them them in the there. Show I'll put them in the show notes there's um, panda there's plenty of yeah exactly so even you know that's an easy way to just like take a breather and yeah I'm really into like breath work and stuff like that as well so I love like being able to change my state through just focusing on breath and things like that and that's just such a small thing that you can do not even five minutes to start your day or take time out and that's actually a really good segue because I feel like like you've always been very interested in the moon and mm. all of that sort of stuff. Mm. But spiritually, my girl. <laughs> I mean, are we in a ret- I don't know anything about the moon. No, but sometimes I get very justified by the moon. Oh yeah, no Saturday. If you were triggered Saturday, we had a new moon on Saturday, and a lot of people felt very like emotional. But now we're pretty fine now. So any of your emotions are all you. Oh, shit. I can't blame yeah. you on the moon today. <laughs> no, no blaming on the moon. But how have you found? How have you found? since having Mila spiritually has there been a bit of an evolution there or it's something you've tapped into more um since my own personal journey of like re 
finding myself, if that's a word, mm-hmm. um, I've definitely become more mindful and like more spiritual and gotten back into that thing. Like I lost that for a really long time. Yeah. Um, and like now I've definitely every, like I'm just mindful almost in everything that I do every day now. How um, do you find being mindful with a busy toddler? Um, good question. I don't know. It's kind of a bit effortless for me now. Because you started slow and you yeah. built it up? Yeah. And yeah. I think like I was always like I was always that person. Yeah. So it's kind of like something that I just, you know, forgot for a little bit. And now I'm back, you know. But the uh, thing is, another big thing is, is like being mindful to pay attention to my busy toddler and not just like tap out and like be on my phone or you know, just chuck on TV and mm. let her do that. Although I do do that, don't get me wrong, but I like am extra mindful to be present with her and for her. Yeah. So if I notice myself kind of slipping a little bit and like spending a bit too much time, you know, doing other things, I kind of like try and bring myself back and put on a nice song and her and I will dance together or something no. like that. So yeah, I don't know. I And she's like, she's a very what's the word like I think she's like a little mindful little girl too like she's a bit of an old soul too so yeah it's just nice I actually the book I've got a new book here and it's actually called mindful mood so it's all about different practices that your baby can do every day to be mindful like different ways they can be mindful throughout their day and how to be mindful when dealing with others and how to be mindful and you know dealing with their own emotions as well that's so cute and yeah you just got the sample has just literally arrived. it's just arrived. Like, oh, <laughs> so again mindfulness is like a really big practice in our house like even Jax and I every night we um are mindful like every time <laughs> I say that word you have to take a drink um but we're mindful to you know, say things that we're grateful for. Like he hates it. Like he's like, babe, do we have to? And I'm like, yes, we do. I am mindful for no, 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 no. You will do it and you will enjoy it. (laughs) And you will be mindful. But it's just like, you know, just little things like that instead of, you know, not talking to each other, sitting on the couch. Yeah. You know. And how has that changed your relationship? Because, you know, pre-kids, you and Jack's, would go out and have fun mm. and you know you've known each other for such a long time before mm. getting together how has he I guess responded and supported this whole transition and different version of you yeah he like he's amazing he honestly is he's just the best and he just like we just weren't ourselves when I wasn't myself yeah. you know it was yeah. really hard for us to have like we are best friends so it was just hard for us to like be bickering and things like that because I wasn't truly happy. Yeah. Um, but you know, he like responds so well to any random new idea that I have, like, you know, coming back from my retreat, I was like, okay, no phones after five and we're going to read every night. He's like, okay, he even drinks tea now. Oh, bless we, him. we both stopped drinking coffee. Like I'm, you know, don't get me wrong. I get a coffee here and there and I've seen a few coffee cups in his car. <laughs> um, so I know that he's sneaking a few, but like, you know, things like that. He, if I say, look, I'm going to do this, he'll be like, okay, cool. Like he'll kind of go along with it with me as well so oh you guys are like yeah he's he's even eating like you know more plant-based meals like he's like eating tofu and (laughs) he's sitting in his kitchen and he's like how the fuck i just want a tomahawk (laughs) (laughs) 
gonna get a Big Mac after this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you know, when I'm happy and I'm motivated and my vibe is high, then so is his. Yeah. And he's happy to like, you know, if I'm feeling good, then he's happy to like go along with the ride and do it too. That's so awesome. And yeah. obviously then that flows through to Mila too. You know, mm. getting that from her parents impacts the way that she is. And that's a really awesome thing to be surrounded yeah. by. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's interesting. I threw it out on Instagram, um, how motherhood changed people. I don't know. Yeah. Someone having a rave at 9am. Oh, no, it's your phone. Oh, it's my phone? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh, It's uh, still vibrating too. Yeah. I don't have like a rave. Doing the robot. Um... <laughs> So I threw it out on Instagram about, yeah, how motherhood changed people. And it's interesting. There was such a wide range of responses. And I find this one really interesting because I think a lot of people don't admit to it. But I got a comment saying it actually brought out the worst parts of me in showing that I have a lot of frustration and lack of patience. Did you find that, I guess, parenting in general triggered certain things that you never felt before? Um, so Jax calls it the rank and rage. Um, cause what? like Bobby would never be rage. <laughs> no, he actually, Bobby actually back in the day, he used to get like angry. Oh, really? Yeah. He would have like a bit of like a rage and I know I've got like a bit of that rage in me, but it's like, especially times when I find that I'm tired and I'm yeah. like, I just want to rest. Yeah. Um, and Mila, if she's being difficult, I can find myself getting actually angry where I feel like oh like you know you don't understand how much I do for you like I just want to rest and you are here you know pushing my buttons but bless her like she has no idea she's doing it but you know I can definitely feel sometimes like parts of me that I am not proud of Mm. popping up when I'm like tired for sure and like I don't think you are ever as tired as what you are when you're a mom yeah so that's us all the time so yeah I I can definitely like I can feel myself being like okay don't react like that like being mindful (laughs) not to throw a sippy cup through the window um so yeah like I can totally I can get that. Mm. I think it's one of those things we probably don't talk about as much because it's, there's a lot of shame attached to it. Yeah. It's, I don't want to be the angry parent and I don't want to be frustrated, but yeah, when you lack of sleep and then when you get frustrated, they get worse because they feed off your emotions. For sure. And like also we're only like new mums once, like we're going through all of this stuff for the first time too. So just like your toddler is having all these new emotions, like, you are also dealing with this all for the first time too. So, you know, if you are overwhelmed and you are having a rank and rage, (laughs) then, you know, it's, it's just a learning experience. You know, to like, you know, you hopefully you can learn to like cool it down a bit when you feel yourself like getting like that, you can kind of just take a step back pour yourself a glass of wine and lock yourself in the bathroom and cry in the hot tub. I have a hot tub. I wish I had a hot tub in my bathroom. In the bathtub. Yeah. I think understanding why it's happening and being conscious of it is such a huge thing. And I think the key is to understand that you're not the only one. Everyone gets frustrated and pissed off and no one's a perfect parent. Mm -hmm. Um, Another feedback, or I got a couple of these, was it made me slow down, which I think is really linked to your mindfulness, Mm -hmm. which is the key word today, Mm. mindful. Mindful. (laughs) Sponsored by Mindful. (laughs) Mindful Mindful Moo. moo. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't even know that that was what the book was about. So yeah, nice plug though. Um, This is a good one, actually. Made me realize what and who matters. 
Did you find, and I've actually spoken about oh, this before on Instagram, preach. and I got such a massive amount of feedback. Um, I did a post about, you know, how your relationship changed. Did you find that that was the case for you in terms of your friendships? You know, obviously with Jack's, all of it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Or as Jax would hate me saying, 100. 100. <laughs> no, I didn't even do that right. No wonder he hates me Re- saying that. <laughs> I'm is not that, cool enough. Is that like a rap? Thing? I, you know what? I, I haven't done it for a really long time. I used to be like 100, but I like I'm so out of the game that I'm not even. Cool. I don't even think it was cool. Anyway, let's just we'll just pretend it was cool and just move cut on. that out. Um, <laughs> I'm definitely leaving. That cut that out. Um, so what was the question again? Um, mm. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Changing friendships, relationships. Hundred percent. Because you don't like. I don't have time to go to the bathroom most days. Yeah. So I don't have time to catch up with you if like if you're not on the same level as me like you you like just those surface level friendships you don't really have anymore because Mm -hmm. you don't physically have time there's no time in the day to catch up with people that don't resonate with you um so yeah 100 percent. there's only like a handful of people that you know well there's always been a handful of people that I call like my close friends but yeah, even just prioritizing like what you do on the weekend or what kind of events you go to. Like I say no to 90% of things mm. because I'm like, no, I'd rather be at home with my babe or like I'd rather us go to the park that morning or go to the markets and not feel, you know, hungover or this, that and the other. So yeah, yeah. 100% your priorities change and people change and yeah. I think it's true. I found more so after Archer and obviously that was because of what we went through with him. But mm. I'm at, I was saying to someone the other day, I'm at this point where, and I mean this in the nicest possible way, but you don't have to always catch up with people to wish them the best for their life. Like you've got those friendships that you had maybe pre-children mm. that you always got along, or maybe it was like a, a, an acquaintance or someone that you worked with. You don't have to take time out of your day to go, okay, well, let's sit down and have a conversation about what's been happening in the last 12 months. If we haven't seen each other for six, 12 months, we don't need to do that coffee. It's like that habit. You see somebody like, we should catch up for coffee, but do we need to? No. No. Like I want the best for you and I hope everything's amazing. Yeah. But we don't have to carve out that time to be polite. And if they're offended by you not catching up with them, I hate it when people are like, so babe, when are we going to catch up? And I'm like, don't harp on me. It's like, I've forgotten my homework or something. Like, when are you going to bring that assignment in? I'm like, it's just, you know, I'm busy. I'm saying yes. Well, yeah, we'll totally catch up. But then it kind of means like, I don't really have time. I'm probably like actually going to be, washing my hair and drying it all in the one day that day and that's going to take about three hours because I've got a little terrorist running around my and house. it's funny because it would take three hours absolutely so um yeah no and if people get offended by it then they're just not your people no totally I think if it doesn't happen naturally and it's something that you have to force mm. like just let's just let it go like mm-hmm. it doesn't mean I don't want the best for you mm-hmm. but I just don't have time to invest because you know it's like that whole analogy you've got You've got a cup. It can only be so full. You can only give out so much. Can't pour from an empty cup, girlfriend. Oh, gosh. We're just full of inspirational quotes. I know. I love it. Um, Now, this last one, and there were lots and lots of responses, but this one I think is possibly my favorite. Broke me down and completely rebuilt me. That's me. That is a thousand percent me. That's, yeah, yeah, totally. And it happened, I found it happened with both kids. 
Yeah. It's just an evolution. Yeah. It's like you live so many different lives and oh, there's like totally. little past bits of you that pop up here and there. Like when I listen to like Fetty Wap in the car, I'm like, oh, there she is. Hey-oh. That's that one. But um, but then also when I'm like doing my meditation, I'm like, hum. like also that girl. So, you know, you do. It's like it. Like you said, it's just that evolution. of You just keep growing. And yeah, like when you reach the lowest of lows too, like there's no way but to come back up to the top. Yeah. So I don't know. There's beauty in all of the breakdowns, I guess. I love that. I just That just popped into my head. You should get that on a bumper sticker. Can I? Or a t-shirt. I'm just going to quickly just write that. Just so write. no one listens to this and makes yeah, it into a book. It's, <laughs> it's in the next book. Yeah. Um, do you ever miss the old Davina? I do, but honestly, I don't, like, I have tried and I get hangovers now. So it's like, <laughs> the old Davina was great because she got to sleep in all day. Like, she could party, go to events and, like, do all this stuff and then train every day through the week as well. No idea how yes, she did that. But, um, yeah, I actually love this. Like, I love my life. Um, I love where we're at. Like, it sounds very cliche, but it's very much like the white picket you know, fans going to the, literally like (laughs) going to the organic markets on the weekend. And that's what I always thought, like, that's where I had hoped I would be when I was in my thirties In my thirties. I'm saying that now. Oh, no. Um, so that's nice. Like, I just don't think it would be in anyone's best interest for me to still be on the cover of men's magazines now. Um, not nice for you, not nice for me. I feel like it'd be nice for me. It might be nice for me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, no, I just, I'm happy that that's come and gone. Yeah. You know, I think, and I think I'm actually a better human now than what I, what I ever have been. Yeah. Like I'm nicer. I'm, you know, more thoughtful to others. Like there's a lot of growth that's happened in my own, you know, personal thing. So yeah. Yeah. Which is incredible, and you should be really proud of yourself because you've done an amazing job. Oh, yeah, thanks, mom. <laughs> thanks, mama. You're welcome. <laughs> Don't forget your lunch. You're doing a great job, yeah. honey. <laughs> You're doing amazing, sweetie. Yeah, that's what I was trying yeah, to go for. I'm so out of the scene; it's just not <laughs> even funny, honestly. Now, obviously, we did cover majority of this throughout the episode because it is something that you're really conscious of but I am such a huge advocate of mum life balance Mm -hmm. and I think it is really important to reconnect with that part of you pre-children and I like Mm -hmm. to call it the me before mummy Mm -hmm. if there's one thing that you could pick that really makes you feel connected to the old Davina or Davina as an individual not just a mum what would it be something that you do for you I love so I have like a monthly catch up with my girlfriends yes. and we do lunch because like that means I'm home oh, at a decent hour sweet spot. but if I'm not home at a decent hour then I've really screwed myself because that's like an extra long day of drinking but anyway <laughs> but I love just having like a you know a brunch once a month with my girlfriends um getting a nice outfit like dressing up together and just having like that is that is just amazing for me. Like that is what makes me feel like the old demeanor. And then I get to come home to my family and, you know, do that. But also I think listening to music, listening to music on a walk or in the car. Yeah. Um, 
and just zoning out and you know dancing and singing like I just love that I'm just all about that life remembering all those slut drops and yes, twerking that my knees can't handle anymore yeah, <laughs> yeah so it's, it's happening very different. it's happening in my mind it's not happening on the outside but which yeah. is just as good yeah just as good exactly now you've got some really exciting things coming up which we're not going to delve into but I am going to put into your show in the show notes um, around empowered moo and mindful moo yeah. and all of the incredible things that you're creating there because that is not a secret and we can talk about yes. that um and it is one of Archer's favorite books Aww. he is obsessed Aww. obsessed and I think it's because he's got a crush on Mila but that's a different story <laughs> um but you do have so many things going on so I'll put all of your details into the show notes Thank you've got you. some events coming up yes. and all that fun stuff so if you're not following Dav already make sure that you check her out but thank you so much for joining me I thought you were the perfect person to just show how motherhood can be an amazing evolution for you. Oh, thank you. How it can be scary, amazing, happy, terrifying, all of the above. All of the feelings. All the feels. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. It's always so nice talking to you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for joining us for a chat. I hope you got the opportunity to pop a bottle or pop your headphones in and get a little bit of time to yourself. If you did, feel free to share it on socials and tag at Mummy Republic or at Danny Rogers. And if you want to hear more conversations, click on that subscribe button and leave a rating and a review so you can let other listeners know what they're in for. In the meantime, don't forget to take a breath, take some time for yourself and know that you're doing a damn good job. I hope I've inspired you to connect a little more with the me before mummy. See you next week.